Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of It's Bananas with Jeremy Fisher. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This happens every Monday at 9am where we bring new comedians to you fresh out of the gate or ones that, are, uh, that have been around for just a little bit. It's the first time I've actually just said that so I figure I might as well just wing it, right? Let's go with it! Yeah, exactly. But guys, if you like, if you enjoyed the video, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. On this week's episode, we have Jared Nathan. Jared, thank you so much for coming out. Oh, Ruth, thanks for having me. All right, uh, Jared, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Oh, don't, not all at once. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't want to the people. I'm a stutter. I'm a person who stutters. Mm -hmm. And also, I do stand up comedy. Yeah. Which most people figure to don't go together, but. I make it work. Mm -hmm. Like I love public speaking. Yeah. I love communicating. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that it's a beautiful day outside, and yeah, I'm. And we're doing this inside. We're doing <laughs> inside, but yeah. we nice view outside. Yeah. You can't see, but I can see. Looks well, good. Yeah, I've been finding that a lot more uh, stand-up comedians, like uh, people who stutter, have been uh, like become stand-up comedians. Have you noticed like a huge, uh, huge increase with that? I don't know the increase. To, like, I I find that there are a lot of comedians who have challenges, mm -hmm. and there are some who stutters. Yeah, so everybody has a different outlook mm -hmm. on it. To like, to other comedian who sort of that I know of, that he has a totally different approach that yeah, I do. Jo uh, Jose Perini, yeah, right? Jose, yeah, yeah. He's more of like a public speaker mm -hmm. who does comedy too. Yeah, and I started doing public speaker. Like I started doing Toastmasters and. Are you? Oh, I was actually looking into doing it's, just doing Toastmaster just for like getting that public speaking like skill. Like, go, man. Yeah. Isn't you it learn like, so much. Yeah. It is competitive. Mm -hmm. because they do time you and like. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it gets you to, to work with yeah, that I time limit. Yeah, to work into the time limit mm -hmm. and to notice specific habits. Yeah. Because they'll call you out on like all the like pause and stuff, mm -hmm. it's a good skill to get rid of, mm -hmm. especially as a comic. Oh yeah, for sure. Because there's some, some comedians that constantly go, ah, oh, like, like, you know, you know. You know, uh, I don't <laughs> exactly, know, yeah, I don't you know. know, um, <laughs> yeah. um, um, yeah. Yeah. So, like that Pete Davidson com uh, comedy special. Did you watch that one? I haven't seen it, but oh, I heard, I didn't hear so many good it's, reviews. It's, yeah, it's honestly pretty bad. It's just an hour of him hating on everybody else. Oh, that's like a normal open bike in Toronto. Pretty much, yeah, right? <laughs> but he was just, he wasn't clear. He couldn't get any of his like words out. The first thing he was talking about was hating on how Louis C.K. almost got him fired from SNL. I think it separates people who are funny to the people who are popular. Yeah. Because you see so many like popular people who think they're funny, mm -hmm. 
the they just to have a cool factor. That's what people like go to, mm-hmm. and it's not really the funny. Yeah, because like it's just the difference I find in being funny and having the crowd with you. Mm-hmm. See, like some people, like some people will always have the. F- 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 just because, like, they hit the wall, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not really funny. Yeah. Like, they know, like, they're funny for the mainstream. Yeah. Like, they're cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like being a politician. Like, you want to be the coolest so that everyone votes for you. Yes, but there's no substance coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, Especially the politician, right? Yeah. They can say like 20 things that only name like five things of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So what got you started in stand-up comedy? Like what made you want to actually get into it? I wanted to do something for myself. Yeah. Like I always loved being a public eye. Mm-hmm. I just needed to get out of my comfort zone also. Yeah. And I I always loved comedy. Yeah. I always told people like one day I'm gonna just stand up just like right? Mm-hmm. I started in Winnipeg. Oh, I lived there for two years and I started up there. Mm-hmm. And it's a different scene. Yeah. It's like it's more like people sh- show up to like oh, open mics, mm-hmm. so it's easier to like <clears throat> hone your crafter. Yeah, to get the people who are laughing at your jokes, like you have to like bring it all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and also. And to, to, like the first couple jokes I wrote and did were more like rants. Oh yeah. Instead of jokes. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like, let's just wing it and see what see what I can make out of yes. all of this. And then I formed jokes and like yeah. the depending on more like what, I did it. Yeah. Depending on what people were laughing at, you were like, okay, let's take out that little yeah. chunk and put it into my set. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like I. I think the most important thing I learned, and I'm still learning, is how to deal with silence. Yeah. Feels like other comics, like silence, what do you mean? Yeah. But with you, when you're stuttering, it's you're, it's expected because people are trying to like take in what you're saying. Right. So that when you get to that punchline, though, that's when it like really, that's when it really. Yes, in. and also. I don't know if you in there, or, or, or like you say a joke mm-hmm. and nobody says anything. Yeah. And like, who could 
either get like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, mm-hmm. or just like go to the next one. I, I always move on to the next yeah. one. If I don't get a, a reaction that I was expecting to get, maybe yeah. I just de- didn't deliver it right, or maybe the joke just wasn't that funny, right. that I thought it was funny. Then I just move on to the next one. But for like a lot of, I've seen a lot of newer comedians, uh, they'll just try to get the joke at, or try to get the laughter out of the audience. Yeah. Like, what? You didn't think that was funny? I thought that was funny. You like, can't. like, they just try to hound, like, they're trying to be like a salesperson yeah. with their jokes. It's slippery slope to into because mm-hmm. you turn the audience against you really quickly. Yeah. And also, if you're happy. Fun up there, mm-hmm. it will come. Oh yeah, that's that's ultimately like what you want to do. If you're enjoying it, it will show. Yeah, and s- sometimes effortlessly, mm-hmm. but yeah, it doesn't happen all the time. So like I always write if I'm doing like an important show and I'm nervous, I always write, have fun. Yeah. And that just gives me and the mindset yeah, have yeah. fun. Yeah, that's good. So it, it is serious, and some people take it really s- serious. Mm-hmm. Like other t- open mics or shows, you can feel the tension. Yeah. You know how, like. Depending on, like, who they depending are. Depending on who they are and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I love it, and I'm happy I did it. Yeah. So, like, I always done public speaking. I spoke done, like, for yeah. a special Olympics. I spoke at a Maple Leaf golf tournament. Oh yeah. I spoke to the Argos mm-hmm. events. I spoke in at the Eric Hennessy on the Jumbotron. Did you? The fifty fifty. Oh, like, how was yeah. that experience? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. What were you? Uh, what were you talking about? I was selling fifty fifty. Tickets for mm-hmm. my hockey team, which was associated with the least fun mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And, yeah, and I was chosen to go promote the sales of the 50 50 mm-hmm. on a Chumatron, which I didn't really know until I got there. Yeah. So. Did you do any jokes when you were up there? That was. Way before I started doing comedy, oh, okay. but I yeah I just I think I was a Toastmasters at a time also so mm-hmm. okay so how long have you been doing Toastmasters for? I just did it till my level one. Okay, I dropped it because I found it was too. It was too competitive mm-hmm. with the time. Yeah. I was all to be because of my stutter. Yeah. So and they didn't like try to work with you because of like you having a stutter? It's, it's a very really my group mm-hmm. was very competitive. Yeah. And like there are people who like level five and like higher. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and like, I had a skill, my level 
one, which is not something to like laugh about too. Like, yeah. The huge accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, like how many people have said that done Toastmasters or even done like any other public speaking right? other than like, let's say, just stand-up comedy. Man, I love public speaking. Yeah. But like, people who be like, you love public speaking? I'm like, yeah, like it's having people on you. Just... Yeah. So what do you find better? Do you like public speaking or stand-up comedy more? I like stand-up comedy. Yeah. Is it because you're getting that, like, reaction? Whereas, like, what kind of reaction are you getting from from public speaking? Are you just kind of, like, informing them? I kind of get the same information. Yeah. Same reaction. Yeah, people come up to me no matter where I speak. Like, you sound the inspiration. I'm inspired by you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if you're inspired... You go grab the microphone, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... You get a very, like, a... fakeness of it. Yeah. Like, oh, you're so brave. Nope. (laughs) You're not? No. I just want attention. But I just want, like... So were you like that when you were a kid? You just wanted attention? Oh, yeah. All the time? Yeah, I found in good ways of... Bad ways? Yeah. So what were the bad ways then? Using my hands in, in not appropriate times. Really? Like hitting <laughs> people, pushing people. Oh, okay. So you, like, were, you were the bully? <laughs> I had trouble getting my words out. Yeah. Which, I wouldn't call myself a bully per se. Yeah. It's more also a reaction to. Mm-hmm. Because when people make fun of you, yeah, who could do two things: go and cry, mm-hmm. or stand up for yourself, yeah, and become a bully to them. Yeah, that's I kind of took the uh, yeah second option. Yeah. <coughs> Also, I got a couple of my people telling me to do things too. Mm-hmm. They're very global growing up. Yeah. And like, and I wanted to, I was always the one who stood out. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to get in. Yeah. And like, I was always told I was different told I was like I'm a adopted too so I was told like I'm not part of anything yeah so like, I just wanted to be part of something mm-hmm. and that's the whole fight and that could work against you right mm-hmm. it worked against me kind of and then, yeah, because I did what other people did, and it wasn't always the best option. Mm-hmm. Well, you just got to do what makes you feel better. Right, that's how yourself. I yeah. realized, and I got older, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Yeah, and do you use some of that, like, material from, like, when you were a kid, and use that as, as stand-up comedy material to talk about that? Sort of? Sort of? Yeah. 
it goes into a comedy can take you into a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And like, like sometimes I'm writing jokes or like things send me into like a tailspin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I have these jokes. Like they're too dark to say, or like yeah. But like abuse also sort of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you can always just try to rework it into a way where right. it doesn't sound as dark as it actually is, and gets people thinking. It is, but sometimes like it's too dark myself. Yeah, and it's just not who it, you're about. Like it sends me into like a tailspin. Yeah. Emotionally and like mm-hmm. darkness, so like yeah, it's a battle sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's also it also can be very empowering comedy. Mm-hmm. To like, I I find the Harvard a this point in my life very empowering to say mm-hmm. I have some jokes on I have some jokes that I do yeah on it and I love the reaction of the audience mm-hmm. should I laugh should I not laugh yeah should I laugh should I not laugh mm-hmm. and like and then you're like it's okay to laugh like I'm, I'm like, here to make you laugh like you know I'm here yeah, to like this. Like, is, this isn't just an act kind of thing. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's honestly, I used to hate the word retard. Right? Mm-hmm. I say it on here, right? Yeah. The word retard. See, can... I can say it. I bring it back. <laughs> yeah. No, so, like I got suspended the green, like. Ten or nine. Mm-hmm. He some kid call me retard, yeah. and I speared him to a locker, right? Really? And I got suspended. Not him. Because the teachers not see him. Yeah, of course. And and the thing is, he's a Black kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was the other way around, yeah, it would have been way bigger deal, right? Yeah, but you got to think like, whenever stuff like this happens, nobody ever sees the first incident happen, so no. they wouldn't have heard the guy call you a retard. But they would have seen; they've obviously saw what you did to react. Right. It's always the retaliation right. that they see. So the thing is. I was bullied immensely in school mm-hmm. before the incident. Yeah. And I always wanted to the vice principal. And they he always told me to stay away from them. Yeah. Uh, but stay that was, away from them. Yeah, but that was a time where they didn't give a shit about people that got bullied. No. Which, Whereas now, it's just like they getting, they're getting coddled. Like, you see that one camera. video. Yeah, you see that one video of the woman taking a video of her son wanting to commit suicide because he gets bullied. And talk to eighteen. Yeah, I don't know the yeah. whole. And the, yeah, I think that whole eighteen thing is is that's I not don't true. Know. That's not true. That's I don't just know. people that are that are just like oh, there's they just want to debunk it. 
pretty much, and they want the attention because the attention's not on them. Right. So it's but just the, one of those things. But yeah, like I understand that kid would probably get bullied because yeah, he he right. does suffer from being from from like dwarfism and all that. Yeah. And they just wanted to give him a good time, but I'm just waiting for him to like he, even people like Hugh Jackman. People like Hugh Jackman even reached out and like helped donate so that they yeah. could get him to like uh, good, good. Yeah, right. Because I'm just waiting for the next uh, Greatest Showman two to come out. Yeah, starring both of them. Okay, right. <laughs> no, but the thing is, yeah, being bullied in my generation mm-hmm. was very taboo. Yeah, like oh, stay away from them. Yeah. Oh, don't entice them. Don't do anything. Yeah, man, like. They have feet. Like in high school, I was pushed down the stairs, body check, no walkers, mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. And I, it was, I always try to like tell the teacher, tell people mm-hmm. that you. Yeah, just now I think it's too sexy. Yeah. Now I think it's too much of the whole holy thing. Yeah. For the wrong. I think now the whole holy thing is focused around the LGBT community more than anything else. You think so? Well, the. Pink shirt day. Yeah. I'm not saying only LGBT wear pink shirt. Mm-hmm. So, like, it symbolizes whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, I they all focusing on, like, oh, this guy committed suicide because he was gay or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They don't talk about people. It's special needs. We're bullying and stuff, right? Yeah. Because I'm not really the sexy part of it. Mm-hmm. Unless you have autism. Autism became... Yeah. I a whole different thing. I think it's just one of those things that you see more of them because there are more of LGBTQ right. people that have been bullied just for like their, the way that they are. Yeah. Versus how many people are there are with special needs. Because there are more people that are a part of that community than there are right. special needs. But for anything, nobody should even be bullied at no. all. That should just be the whole conversation. Like, you shouldn't just focus on one group being no. bullied. You should focus on everybody exactly. as, a, as a whole being bullied. Exactly. Like, that whole Black Lives Matter, and then everybody was like, no, everybody's life matters. It's not just black people, but it's also, like, Indian people, like, right. Asian people. And every, right. everybody everybody's life matters. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think I think people are going very niche whenever they just want yeah. something in their in their category to be addressed, so that yeah. people kind of be like, "Hey, you shouldn't do this." It's like, you shouldn't do this for everybody. Also, I'm kind of like, I grew up at a time where there were no cameras, yeah, there were no smartphones. So yeah, yeah, you can't be like those people that are just like, "I'm gonna record what's going on right now." Right? Yeah. So like, it was all now, I mean. Bullying is more on a spotlight because people film it for like, oh, look what I did. Yeah. And they put it on YouTube or social Facebook yeah. or whatever and the whole same mic thing. Yeah. And like, 
I don't have that luxury. Yeah, but I mean, you could always just shave your beard, go into a school, tell the kids to bully you, take a video of yourself, and be like, oh, look at me, I was bullied. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How old are you, sir? Get off school property. Right. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, that's true, but, like, it's... The, also, the whole camera thing also, like, people are always... People are accused of things way faster now, also. Mm-hmm. Like, people are presumed guilty the instant yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you have the video of them doing set act or whatever right. you're doing, it kind of makes sense. But yeah. then again, some of them, like half of the time, it's like staged. Right. Where people are just doing it for attention. You don't know what to real anymore right yeah because there was that, yeah there was that one incident where there was it was a hate crime it was i think it was an actor i can't remember who it was oh, but they he hired Justice support that? i think so he hired, he hired actors which he said at first like white people with donald trump hats yeah it's a whole narrative right mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like the whole industry right now is like anybody anybody could fake something just to get what they want, essentially, and that's why everybody was like trying to debunk the whole Caden Bales being uh being like like nine years uh, like eight or nine years old instead of being eighteen. Or, right. like, this kid isn't real. Like, but the thing is, remember last year? I think it was for this kid from like Alabama or something. Mm-hmm. Was like bully too when they filmed it. So it turned out that his mom was a huge like racist or something. Yeah. That also debunked everything. Mm-hmm. So like you don't know what's real or like what's not real. Yeah, and everybody's so quick to make assumptions and right. judgments just because they're that's what they're being fed. And because we're being fed so much, like, especially with this coronavirus, like, everybody's going crazy right. about the coronavirus right now. And it's just one of those things, it's like, if, as long as you're taking the precautions that they're suggesting, right. like, always make sure you're washing your hands. Even when you come home, wash your hands. Like, that's, I've been doing that, like, right. consistently. It's just like, your hands have birthday. Yeah, right? It's always your birthday. Have yeah, birthday. Pretty much. And it's like, you have to. Yes. But then you have people that are being really stupid about it because there was somebody that was actually just tested for coronavirus. They were on the subway for three days. For three days, even though they were tested. Like I feel like with those people, if they're being tested, they should just they should have an actual quarantine where they can't leave. Because people aren't gonna listen. They're too no. stupid. There's no such thing as common sense anymore. It's uncommon <sighs> sense. I have my condo. Yeah. Like n- notes about how to self quarantine? Yeah, just in case. I'm like, really? Are we getting there? But like, but it has to, it has to happen. Yeah. Like people, you need all these signs because nobody's gonna listen to it, and it's it's just terrible how people are like how they're just treating us, and and they wonder how it's gonna but, spread so fast yes. because nobody's taking these precautions seriously. And people paying like wearing those thin masks. Yeah. Not those thick, like, white masks. The thin ones you mm-hmm. see everywhere. Yeah. They think they're doing something. Yeah. 
Every time the well, cough, it gets through. Well, no, it's essentially helping. It's just for like not touching your face and stuff like that, because that's essentially what it is. So they don't want you touching your eyes, your nose, right. or your mouth, because those are ways that the coronavirus can get into right. your into your body. So but, really, it's just yeah. essentially helping you do that. That's why they, whenever you're out, don't touch any, don't touch your uh, like face or anything like that. Or calm if you want a microphone. Like, that's what I'm saying. Do like, you think like you got You got to think one of one of these days, one of these comedians, they oh, probably man. already have it. And you're going to stop hearing about all of the comedy shows because one person had it and they don't want to go to any more comedy shows. Like, they cancel so many things. Like, self and self. Whoa. That's like... Yeah. Other things that are not happening until June. Yeah, they they canceled... They canceled um, the gaming convention. I think the gaming convention that was going on. Right. They're pushing back the Olympics because... um, until like June, I think. How much do you think it's like? It's like a plan or something. You think it's it's like, a plan. I don't you think know. The virus was planned. I'm a. You're a conspirator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I. It's it's there, like. Yeah. Well, you I mean, know it's like. It could come from anything. Like we don't. About, like, there's so much misinformation that's going on. Depopulation, like. Maybe. Oh, like, it came from Iran. Like, Iran. You think it came from Iran? Like, that's what it's saying. But, I mean, Iran's... News, right? Well, Iran's and, being attacked, like, targeted right now. Like, you see how many government officials have been... Like, there's... I think there's eight government officials that have been taken out by corona. Right. So, if and anything, couple, it could be the U.S., because why did they pull out after that whole... And a couple... Weeks ago, Iran took down an airplane from Ukraine and... Yeah. Iran was causing so much yeah, but that crap, was, and then, but that then, was after the U.S. And now yeah. the whole still country sick. So yeah. like, but you got to think with even in China, China too. Look what uh, look what was happening before the whole virus was going out. You had the Hong Kong protests. You yeah. don't hear about the Hong Kong protests anymore because of the whole virus. So everybody's staying inside rather than right. protesting about wanting to be a democratic um, city. So is the coming here be a little bit. Teacher strike, man. What's that? Oh, the strike. Yeah. Which is also crazy, teacher strike. Yeah. The thing is, I was expected by the the conservatives. Yeah. Like, last, like, 94 or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. All my programs were cut, and people are surprised that a conservative took cut to education. Yeah. But it goes, if you know what if you know the history of yeah. education, you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You but it's a, it's just one of those things that the conservatives have always done. It's right. Like, but it's gonna keep going back and forth. Like, oh this person's not as great as we thought it would be, let's go back to the other person. Oh, this person's not as great as we thought it would be, let's go back to the other person. Not and then ever... it just keeps going back and forth until everybody keeps hating on it because this is how stupid it's democracy is. The, Exit subway yeah. couldn't have happened over 25 years ago. Yeah. However, the conservatives on Power 94 yeah. and the sh- shovel to the subway mm-hmm. <laughs> have already been organized. Yeah. Oh, I don't want this. Right. So they ended it. Yeah. That's the problem with t- Toronto in a hole. Mm-hmm. Because t- 
Toronto has an old infrastructure. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's extremely terrible. Like even their um, their sewer systems, like it's always constantly right. backing up all the time, and it's but, just like and not do anything to fix it. It's literally condos. Yeah, that's essentially all it is. It's like yeah. let's just have a bunch of underground parking with a condo above it. Yeah. that's that's all we need. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. They just add and add instead of, like, fixing the solution, right? Yeah. But that's where we live now. Right. That's Toronto. Even Union Station, it's still under construction. They just, they finished York Concourse, like, I don't know, a couple, five years, four or five years ago, and it's still leaking. Like, if you go into, and if you go into York, uh, like, York Concourse in Union Station, you'll still see, like, it was just like bins underneath the ceilings yeah, because like they're dripping. The Air Canada Center entered this. Uh, yeah, like around there, like you, you know that like you know that new area. Clean and stuff and all that places. Yeah, because like, they have the where the McDonald's is and like, yeah. they have the, the Union Food Court, okay. like that that area. That's supposed to be okay. new, but there's still like a lot of problems. I remember the, the, the old food court, the old yeah, place. Uh, with the Cinnabon and yeah, and I'm old stuff. school. Yeah. Like the thing is. I don't know Toronto anymore. Yeah. I walk out, like, what the hell am I? Yeah. Everything changes. Pretty much. Like, I'm like that when I go back home to Whitby. Okay. Because they've been changing a lot. They've been adding in that the 407 okay. uh, extension yeah. and all that. And everything's been changed. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting just to see how much can change within, like, and when you when you don't go there, you just don't want to go back there. Yeah. It's fine. The Toronto is, like... I lived out of province for two years, mm-hmm. and I came back, and so many things changed. Yeah. What was the biggest thing that changed for you? Like, the, the engine of the subway. Yeah. But also, the whole Eckerton thing. The what? The whole Egerton. Egerton? Yeah, like Like, it used to be like, it changed how the subway could figure. It's like getting around. It's like harder now. Yeah. But it's always been hard. And now you have, we have all these derailments that's going on with the subways. And they're increasing Construction. our fare. They're increasing our fare by like, what, 10 cents or something like that? But even with the Presto card, you're only, you're only saving, what, 15 cents? On when you're using Presto, which is stupid, because like if you go on um, the go, like if you go on anything go, like you save a lot more money right. doing the go service than you do with TTC. But the thing is, the Presto is good. Yeah. The subway is good until you have to go to your region. Yeah, and then it's just. And then you have stupid. to add another four dollars, like. Yeah. It doesn't go into your Presto Pass, your mom Presto Pass. Well, if you do like, like if you do like a transfer, does it do? Do they do the transfer, or you no. have to pay a full new four four dollars? You have to pay a full new fee. That's that's and sad like, because like yeah, if you go to Viva Cops are like yeah strict. Yeah, because if you go to if you go to Durham Region or if you go to like even Mississauga, if you're getting off a of go, or um, or any like TTC, then it still counts towards like a transfer for you. Okay, but that's I didn't know that about York. Yeah. York is going on Yeah. Because, yeah, because I, I remember going to, um, I think it was Ajax, and I ended up having to take the bus. It was only like 80 cents to take the Ajax bus after okay. getting off the go. Ajax. Yeah. You live in Ajax, or? 
No, no. Um, I used to, I lived there for a year, uh, but I have family there, so okay. that's, that's usually when I or whenever cool. I'm hitting up Harwood Blues. That's usually that's a fun place. It is. It's a nice, like little cozy. I like the people that yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's fun. It's fun to talk with the uh, with the um the the Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang is there. It's fun to talk with the people that are constantly like yeah. regulars there. It just kind of like I've been trying to do more of um hosting there. Yeah. Just because I'm like I want to get more experience okay. doing it, and I love doing it there. Just because I'm like I already know these people yeah. already, so it's just like having a conversation yeah. and then kind of taking that to a different. Some room. people can. Nervous in those rooms? Yeah. I love those rooms. Yeah. Because, like, I love... Like, the people get nervous or the comedians? The comedians get nervous. Yeah. Because, like, some people get rowdy and stick up, but, like, mm-hmm. it gives you a practice, right? I oh, like yeah. hecklers. You like hecklers? Like... How do you deal with hecklers? You just try to call them out on something. Oh, yeah? You just... Or you just like you can go like to the easy and like tell them to sh- shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or like I mean, usually when you say that, the audience is on your side anyway because right. they don't want that person talking. Right. But like unless you're bad and they actually do want you all to shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I had a heckler tell me to. Drunk guy, right? He was a drunk guy? Yeah, told me to like, shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. And like, he was speaking. I try, right? Yeah. And like, I told him just because who can speak Jamaican slang doesn't mean you have to act like a Jerk, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like a funny way of like tearing it. Yeah. But like, yeah, because I had people tell me off on stage and stuff. Yeah. Which it gets, it takes you back at first, but just own it. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's your it's only a stage. Yeah. Have you ever been booed off stage? No. No? Just heckled? I've been like, no one laughed at me. Yeah. But I've never been Actually booed, booed off stage. Yeah. To that point. To that Where point. Where it's like you go too far and you're like, you know what, maybe uh, I went a little bit too far with this. I had like, ah, uh, you know? Yeah. Like the, ah, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. But the thing is, I love... Oh, 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 a lot of people also know if they, if they don't know if it's an actor, if I'm really got problems, right? Yeah. And like, they don't know, also now it's very taboo to laugh with somebody with special needs. Yeah. If I was... In the early nineties, whatever, I would oh, kill yeah. it. You'd be killing. I would right kill now. it. Yeah. Just like now, people also. Like, but then again, it's like it's Toronto, it's Canada, where everybody's super sensitive to like everything right. that's going out. Like, but also, oh, also on the other ways, other comics don't 
long and be funnier than them. Yeah. And like, you get, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Some pros, but it's, whatever, some people don't want to go after me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But it's just the business that we're in. We're going to have people that are going to compete with other people. Just, honestly, keep at your own, just focus on yourself and yeah, man. better yourself. Because yeah. that's the best thing you can do while everybody's competing with each other. Right. Because then you'll be like, oh, I'm actually getting a lot better. And that's what I've been doing, too. I've been working on myself getting better. And I've noticed, like, yeah, like, I'm actually getting a lot better doing when I'm doing more shows and right. actually engaging with the audience a little bit more. And that's ultimately like what I wanted to do. Be comfortable and practice. Yeah, yeah. Be, be a lot, I've been getting a lot more comfortable and just kind of having, like, pretty good sets. Like, my set last night at... Um, Where do you go? At, oh, not last night. Uh, on Thursday at The Frog. At the Frog and Firkin, oh. Danton Lamar show. You were there at open mic. Yeah, it was at yeah, the open mic. I left off my set. Yeah, yeah, so I did the open mic there, and it was, uh, like, I had a really good time. Yeah. Like, some of the people ended up leaving anyway. Yeah. But with the people that remained, like, they enjoyed it. Like, Mark Hughes went up before me. He, like, kind of brought the audience up. Yeah. He's, which he's, is really good. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed it. So I ended up going right after him, and then I ended up, having, like, still, like, yeah. grasping onto, like, the people being, like, more alert, which was good. It really doesn't matter who goes in front of you. It doesn't and matter. What? It, did you say it does matter or it doesn't matter? It kind of does. It some, does and it some, doesn't. Some it doesn't, but it's always based off of the comedian. It's never the audience. It's always the comedian. Right. Because a, a good comedian can take a shitty audience and turn them good. I had, like, I had an instant where the Canadian in front of me sucked out all the energy really? of the room. Yeah, yeah. definitely seen who. a lot of those. So like sucked out all the energy. You don't have to say who. There's, I feel like people already know who of the room. Yeah, and like I had to like break it. Yeah, and I brought it back up. That's good. So like I think was there a host that was that, that the was host was good. Because, like, that's also their job, too, is to help bring up the energy yes, a little bit. Yes, I was on the show on Saturday with the host just ruined the show. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. But, the thing is, also is, mm-hmm. you can't get that in your head. Oh, my God. Energy sucked out. Yeah. Just go up and just bring do your it. thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, you can't get it in the headspace that like, oh, I'm going to do terrible too because everybody yeah. else that's been up has been doing terrible. If you get that in your mindset, yeah. then yes, you're going to do terrible. And it's so easy to blame the audience. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Especially them, oh, like, the joke is fire. You should yeah. be laughing. Yeah. Well, you should for be, whatever reason, they're not laughing. They're not. Yeah. So clearly maybe the joke because your setup wasn't that good, or your punchline. Yeah. Just maybe, or, or the energy. Maybe your energy wasn't that good. And they or it's so easy to get in. You had, oh, yeah. the shitty room, yeah. the reading room, they're too stoned. Yeah. Whatever, just honestly. Or just, break the tension. Like, what tension has the uh, previous comedian had that you're yeah. like, okay, let's comment on that. Just to kind of like break that tension of uneasiness right. that some people might have. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like... I've always liked awkward situations. Yeah. I always shine awkward situations. Because mm-hmm. I'm awkward. Like most comedians. <laughs> like most, you know, like most comedians are, are, are outsiders. Yeah. Or insiders. There's Even though there's some comedians who are like the cool kids. Yeah. 
which are never like the cool kids. Who do you think are the cool kids? I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> You're not gonna name names okay, unless it's a good thing. Unless it's a good kid, uh, person that you. Yeah, I don't want to hate. I don't want to yeah. like. I can hate. Not like, it's not really hating. Yeah. It's just, it's 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 observing and like mm-hmm. anecdotal, taking anecdotal things. Yeah. It's understandable. But mm. those cool people, well, they're group of people, and they only up those people. Yeah. Which it is what it is, right? Pretty much, yeah. But comedy just mm. like people think it's so glamorous and great, but like it's very cutthroat. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah, but once you get after, it's like getting out of the gutters right now. Because a lot of the the Toronto stand-up is like, you feel like it's in the gutters. Like a lot of people that are like very grungy and you kind of like don't want to be a part of that. You want to hang out with the people that are actually like making audiences laugh. And, yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do is like kind of attract myself to, to the people that are actually making audiences laugh and they're doing more than just going to open mics. Because ultimately you don't want to just do open mics. You want to do book shows. Right. Because at the end of the day, those are the ones that are actually going to help you improve yeah. on your on your comedy. I love going to like rooms like like joke marmalade. Yeah, kind of a Cause workshop. That, yeah, so like, workshop one. Yeah, with the good energy, like people can be good punch on, like mm-hmm. with the good atmosphere. Yeah, with some open mics. You're doing it for two people. Yeah. And a or just all comedians. Or tender, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah. Like, I love seeing the reaction of people and just, mm-hmm. and just, oh, I never do this side or, like, that side or just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what has been your most, like, it's bananas moment? In comedy, whether it's like been something really good or something really bad, like but what just made you look back and like that's insane? I can't believe that just happened. I was asked to like open. Hey, I. I was maybe a year and a half in. Yeah. Which I'm only like two years in now. Okay. Not even a year in. Yeah. Well, whatever, right? I was doing this competition in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and this comic from New York saw me, yeah. and he told me, open from me a couple of nights after, right? Yeah. I was so nervous. Really? Like, I was just like, I was too nervous. Yeah. I was... Did you end up doing it, or... I yeah. did it, I... Bombed like crazy. Really? But... He also told me... I was, like, a good... Joke writer, too. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge compliment. Yeah. I like it... Better when someone says I'm a good joke writer. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of her writing jokes, trying to like 
shit and to do some puzzles? Yeah. What you should do is like write jokes and give them to, and sell them to other comedians. Like if you have if you're really known for like writing really good jokes, yeah. like you can definitely sell them like ten, I've twenty bucks. Like you want to show tonight, so yeah. So if anything, try to do that and see if anyone will yeah. buy your will buy your jokes. Yeah. Be interesting. My jokes are being the show. Yeah. Which is okay, good so, too. So find uh just it's good having these jokes yeah. to get them people can't steal them. Exactly, yeah. And that's ultimately like what you want to do. That's why a lot of people you see that are just talking about stuff specific to them. Or yeah. just talking about stuff that has absolutely no relation to their yeah. life at all. Right. Yeah, like you see a lot of um, some people talking about like abortions, but they're, they're, a, dude, they're a male dude. Like, okay. How are they going to, like, talk about this? Right. If they aren't ones that are, like, actually experiencing it or have ever experienced right. it. But they just thought they would make something funny about it. Yeah, which... Or there are, like, people who make fun of people with special needs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I... And they, yeah. And they just don't have it, yeah. I'm like, I'm there to take it in. Like, okay, how can I take that joke, mm-hmm. which is offensive... And Make, which I can use it. Yeah, you can definitely use it. Which I because have. Because then people will relate to it more because it's like, okay, he's right. clearly, it's I coming don't from him. I don't steal jokes. Yeah. I never go on a joke. Mm. However, I have t- taken a shitty look. You can take like a shitty premise and then make it yes. a better joke. Right. Because there's so many premises that you can really use. Yeah. like, hey, I'm just yeah. going to like modify it a little bit. Right. And make I, it more, I make it more towards me because that makes sense. Right. And people... Or like that's the deal, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Why? Stealing this joke was not funny. Yeah. And I got laughs at my joke. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's tweaking, maybe. Yeah. But like it's. Um, You're really just making it more suited for you. Yes, and like everything right now, mm-hmm. all the music on on the radio. Yeah. Hit songs. Yeah. If you really. Pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You hear samples from other songs. Yeah. You hear like guitar riffs from other songs. Oh yeah, for sure. Which, which yeah, it just it just yeah, it just like making things good. I guess like it's yeah. not. You just say oh, it's stealing. So like I don't know. What's oldest? Unless like you're doing again? like or, unless you're doing like word for word. Yeah. Then it's not really because there's so many comedians out there right now. The chances of you probably doing the same thing as somebody else, right, is like it's pretty high. But until somebody actually gets like their special out, Netflix special, and then gives it out to the entire world, right, then it's pretty much like this. I've seen comics do the same concepts. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how he got there, right? Yeah, and like I have jokes that are similar to other people mm-hmm. or concepts. Yeah, like man, it's just a problem. Ability of mm. life, right? Yeah, exactly. And how it is. Yeah. Like, I remember when Bill Burr had his Paper Tiger special come out. Yeah. This was when I was actually just starting to get into stand-up comedy. And he did a joke about how everybody's always complaining about who the casting choices are for movies. Right. And because he was, he was comparing how um, people were complaining about how Brian Cranston's character in, in The Upside with uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. How he was playing a quadriplegic. And I actually had a joke about oh. that whole situation. When I was first starting out, I'm like, at the end of the day, I thought like, ah, oh, whatever. Like he, he did a joke, but then I thought like, oh, maybe I'm actually like 
thinking on the same wavelength as Bill Burr. Yeah. Because if he got to that kind of conclusion and I got to that kind of conclusion and made a joke right. about that, then clearly it's just like I'm on the right the right path. Every human can Disney, right? Yeah. Because like that's the way that I see it. It's just like I'm. There's always going to be more jokes. Yeah. That's why you have to consistently be writing. Don't just stay as firm on the jokes that you no. have. If you're consistently writing, you're always going to have something better. Another idea yeah. is going to come by. Like I, I love one joke that I'm that I'm been working on right now. I'm not going to say it because I want people to come yeah. out and see it. But uh, like I've been working on this new one, and it's been working really well so far. But I'm still I'm still working at it. Yeah. So, but uh, it's been killing it and. Uh, it's just because I've constantly just been writing and eventually came to this idea. I'm like, oh my God, that's actually smart. But taking from my past life, like from um, from my earlier, yeah, from my earlier life, really? and bringing it into something that would be funny right yeah. now. Right? Yeah, it's all, it's all progress, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen people do the same jokes over and over again. Yeah. Which is good for them. Yeah. Well, it helps for like when you want to like fine tune it. Maybe it's a really good joke yeah. that's always that's always been working, and you're maybe having like a showcase or something, yeah. and you want to take that for. Right, I have the same jokes I do on my shows mm-hmm. because it's just it how works. it is. Yeah, it so I'm always trying to add things. Yeah, and if tweak it, things. Yeah, if anything, just work on like a new five right. minutes, and then when you keep having like another perfected five minutes, and you have ten, then you keep work on another right. perfected five. You have fifteen. And yeah. you keep doing that until you can get on a show where you do 20 minutes and then you do... I'm going to try to take my time, too. Yeah. Well, like, I've seen people who do comedy for, like, four months and they're already doing 20 minutes. Yeah. And headlining. Yeah. And I'm like, that's good for you, but like, that's too fast, you know? Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Also, just... Giving people a whole thing about yourself. Yeah. But I mean, if they're working, you know? if they're if they're yeah. killing it at those twenty minutes, right. then all to all to them. But like, work at your own pace. For myself, everybody's... right now. Yeah. I have a killer five, mm-hmm. killer seven. Yeah. And I'm working higher. Mm-hmm. But like, it depends on a room and how I'm feeling. Yeah. Like there are some nights. Where I think I go on forever. Yeah. And there's some nights where they tell me to do 15. I'm like, uh. So do 15. No, like, I'm not. It's like sometimes. So then you rant. You do. Right. You start off with a good joke, you do a little bit of ranting, and then you finish off to the strong. Right. Then you just gotta. Blow, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes you just can't flow, and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this in a whole other direction. Yeah. I've had that sometimes where I'm like, I don't even know where to where to transition just because of like the new jokes I'm working on. Right. So I'm just kind of just doing it to get them out there, but then right. I'll like work with them on the jokes that I've had previously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we're getting uh, finishing yeah, up our time. Yeah. Let's do this. I feel yeah. like that we got. Uh, we got to the full hour, I'm pretty sure. I don't. Yeah. I can't check the time because, you know, with phones and. It's all good. Yeah. Right. But uh, thank you, Derek, so much for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, and thank yeah. you guys so much for for tuning in. If you did uh, two times to speak just because of Jared Stutter, and then you were listening to me and had to slow it down, I apologize for that. I feel like some people might have had to do that. They were like, I can't understand what's going on. <laughs> Turn up the volume. Turn the volume. Right. Yeah. But thank you guys so much. If you enjoyed the video, don't forget to like and subscribe. 
We have new videos out every Monday at 9 a.m. More comedians coming up. And if you're a stand-up comedian that's in Toronto and you actually want to be on, the, um, on this podcast, just shoot me a message. I'll be more than willing to, to let you come on. But guys, thank you so much. Let's peel out.